The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, 306 on this Remembrance Show as we head into Remembrance Day Monday. Um, the Silver Cross, which is also known as the Memorial Cross, was first authorized in 1919. It was given to mothers and widows of Canadian soldiers and sailors who lost their lives in active service. Now, over the past decade or so, uh, the criteria for the criteria for the Memorial Cross was changed, so all service-related deaths could be recognized, and up to three crosses be awarded to a service member's family. Um, as I mentioned, 158 Canadian soldiers died in Afghanistan, and one of them was 21-year-old Corporal Zachary McCormick of the Loyal Edmonton Regiment. He was one of four Canadian soldiers who died, along with journalist Michelle Lang, in a roadside bomb in Afghanistan on December 30th, 2009. And I'm honoured to have his parents join me in studio this afternoon. Robin and Armand McCormick, thank you for taking the time this afternoon. Well, thank you for having us. Thank today. you for having us. Now, when I say that, when I when I talk about Zach and 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 what happened almost ten years ago, um, ten years ago must seem like a lifetime away, but at times it must seem like it was just yesterday. Robin, yes, it's uh, this ten years has gone awful fast. December thirtieth coming up, uh, ten years, and and uh, it seems like just yesterday. You think about it, and uh, yeah, it just seems like it just happened. Armand, is it? You don't forget any of the steps, like like when when they came to my door to tell me that that Zach had died, and the steps that followed. You'll you'll never ever forget that, even though it's been ten years. Ever ever forget? Now, before before Zach uh, went to Afghanistan, did you have any conversations about this? We've always heard, you know, you, as as family, you never want to get that knock on the door. No. That exactly. is not what you want. Well, Zach had said, you know, if they come to the door, then you know something bad has really happened. And, mm. um, you know, I, I said to him before, do you really want to go? And he goes, oh, yeah. He, like, his whole platoon was going. He, they were going as a group. Yeah. They were going as a group. He had he had no qualms about going. Um, he did have um, kidney issues. Mm. So he had a few kidney um, <laughs> kidney attacks. So I started to salt his food because if he had any more kidney attacks, they wouldn't let him go. So then he stopped eating at home. He says, Mama, I, kn- I know what you're doing. He says, I'm not going to eat at home anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, now you, you talk about remembering that night. And when I've had this conversation with other Silver Cross uh, recipients, and they do, they remember yeah. that night. And... Do you do you remember the support that you received in the days afterwards? I know the military provides um, an assisting officer, and um, was was that good? I mean, was the support that you needed from the military was it there? It was uh, Jack Bowen, which was our assisting office. Just a fantastic guy, and we're friends to this day. Uh, we see him at different events, and uh, yeah, they were with us. Anything that we needed, whether it uh, help with uh, newspaper people coming mm-hmm. or anything. They were there to to look after us and be there the whole time. Uh, f- if if something happened, you knew that they were they were right beside you. Well, I think they had learned some lessons um, uh, over the years, especially when it came to deal when it came to dealing with the media, because you know that must have been a little bit overwhelming. People wanting to talk to you. Yes, we had my <laughs> sister Carmen. She was strictly on phone duty. <laughs> 
<laughs> and and she would answer the phone and she would talk to them because they did want to try to talk to us. Yeah. Yeah. So she said no, and and she dealt with anyone that was on the phone. And and did you understand um, why people wanted to talk to you? I, I I mean I get the fact that it's the most awful time in your life. But wanting to know about about your son as well to let Canadians know, could you, could you understand that, or oh, I'm or sh- were you ticked off? Uh, no, no, I'm sure we understood it, but we were in no, no, no way. shape. Could we talk to them? No, mm. no right frame of mind could we have talked to them. Tell us about Zach. He was 21 years old. Uh, he was engaged to be married. He was an apprentice electrician. Uh, yes. Um, what do you remember most about him? Um, very quiet. He was a very quiet-natured. Uh, he loved wrestling. That was his sport. Um, he excelled at it. He did very well. He did a lot of traveling with wrestling. Um, he was a, people didn't like phoning our house. If they got Zach, they'd say, is your mom there? And he'd go, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then he wouldn't say anything more. They'd go, well, can you go get her? Yeah. He, he was very quiet. Now, I know he... Um, he has a sibling. He has two. Siblings. He has two, two, two. Two. That's right. Um, and two sisters. Yes. Two sisters. Was he the baby? No, he was the oldest. He was the oldest. That's it. Um, how do you juggle? How do you juggle that loss? I mean, trying to take care of your other kids while taking care of your hurt, your pain, and trying to take care of each other. Yeah. Well, our our oldest daughter was twenty when he. Yes, because he's 21. Courtney was 20, and Isabel was 11. Mm. So, so I know I said, yeah. like, after he, he had passed, and it was like a week later, I said to my sister, you know, has Isabel eaten this week? <laughs> like, I didn't even know if she had eaten all week. Because mm-hmm. your brain is just in a fog, and she says, don't worry. She's well taken care of. She's made sure they were fed. My other sister kept on doing our laundry, so... Um, Thank goodness for families. We mm-hmm. have so much strength in families, and we are so very, very lucky that we've had such great family support. You know, we did back then, and we do now. So we're we're extremely lucky. Uh, this was uh, Zach's first tour, wasn't it? First, first tour, yes. Hmm. I'm so excited to go. Because he wanted the, to be in the military, the though. The military was his family. Like, other than our family, that was his family. And he'd wanted to be a soldier since he was, oh boy... 10 years old, uh, Halloween, guess what he dressed up as? A soldier. What was it for him? What was it for him? that? Why did he have a fascination with the military? I don't know. He, he loved the outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he loved that being out, being outside when it was cold and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he just... Because uh, we have no military in our family. Hmm. So it was interesting that he took on that role of... Uh, of uh, wanting to be be a soldier. So that kind of makes it maybe a little bit more interesting why I, mom was trying to <laughs> kibosh. <laughs> yeah. You know, why, how did this how did this how did this happen? This interest and in, and in, in wanting to to go in there. But uh, he was he was a proud um, he was a proud soldier, and you were proud parents. Yes. Very proud, aren't you? Proud, extremely proud. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I know I've heard you both speak um, in, in different ways again, yes. and we've we've talked about this uh, a little bit, uh, Robin. I know that you have started the Canadian Heroes uh, Foundation. Well, continuing that, continue. Uh, it was started down by Chris Eckland, and we brought it out to Western right. Canada. We do a lot of traveling with the truck and add it onto the truck to different, you know, to 
bring awareness for our fallen soldiers so that we ensure that over the years, uh, when we're not in wartime, that those soldiers are never forgotten. And I want to talk to you about that and how difficult that might be, because I think while we had our soldiers still in Afghanistan, I mean, the focus was there, the spotlight was on um, was on our members there, and over you know forty thousand Canadian military members who served in Afghanistan, and we have not had our members there for a number of years there. And part of the concern, as you said, was, you know. I've always said we need to care care about the military all the time, just not when they're in theatre. And how much of a struggle is that now, do you think? Well, you know, I've often said, you know, when we were uh, over in Afghanistan, you'd see cars with yellow ribbons all day long. Today you see the odd one. So it's almost like out of sight, out of mind now. So we we need to have that, them in our mind all the time. And it's trying trying to do that with going out and you know speaking to people and uh, and taking the truck out to different events and uh, and you enjoy that I enjoy that yeah I when I drive his truck I feel he's with me so there's a lot of lot of that a lot of time you know driving by myself and it's his uh, truck and it's his truck you know there's there, we got 16 vehicles in the Canadian Heroes Foundation across Canada this being the only one that was owned by a fallen soldier so it is a little special. You like to talk, and you like it when when someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, I knew Zach." You knew Zach exactly, and you know, tell me about him. Tell me your story. You know, and, and there's there's lots of. Are stories. you still learning about your son? We are. Yeah. yeah every time you see somebody comes up, it's uh, uh, what did you know about? Him? What did you know? It's, it's it's really interesting to see their listen to their stories. Armand, I know you find that a little bit more difficult. I I've heard you speak in front of hundreds of people telling your story, and and it you could hear a pin drop i mean it's so powerful and that is how you get your message out you're not so comfortable the other way absolutely absolutely i've i've always said you know that's the only thing i can do for my zach now is to talk about him so for me to go up and at a gala and speak about him i can but to do this one-on-one that's i'm not very comfortable doing that at all i'm just better off just to do it in a big group and then it's done well, I thank you for coming in and, and talking with me today. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, d- did both of you travel to Afghanistan? Yes, we did. We went in May of, of, the, of 2010, so it was shortly after. Oh, my goodness. How emotional was that? It was very emotional. We were supposed to go later on the year, but somebody had backed out, so they came and, and asked us if we'd, we would uh, go, and we did. So. Did you question whether or not that was the right time? No. 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 No, when they asked, it was something that, uh, you know, Armand would say when Zach said how dusty it was or how hot it was, now we know what he, it was like there when he was there. And, and that's, that's very important to, to see through, his, uh, through our eyes what uh, he saw. What was it like, Armand, to see that memorial that uh, the other soldiers had put up? Oh, it was just, it was beautiful. And, and, they, and they, they never forget their fallen there, none of them. It was it was just so great to see it. Was there there was a group of you that went? Uh, there was There's ten of us. 11, ten, yeah. Eleven. Yes. Yeah, 11. There was eleven. Mm. Do you find strength with um, the other families? Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Have you made that's um, it's um, it's an unfortunate group. I guess I don't know if that's the right word to be a part of it, having lost uh, a loved one in Afghanistan. But I'm guessing that you can draw strength from them as well. 
and find common ground exactly. because not there's not a lot of folks necessarily that could understand what you've gone through. No. No, but they can. Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely can. Robin and Armand McCormick joining me in studio this afternoon. Uh, their son, Zachary, uh, died in Afghanistan. It will be 10 years, December 30th. We'll take a break here when we come back. want to talk to you about the support in the days after and even the years after, the support from Canadians and, 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 um, and some of the projects that you've worked on to honour Zach and honour other members of the military when we come back. Hold on. Robin and Armand McCormick joining me in studio this afternoon. Their son, uh, Zachary, 21 years of age, died in a in a roadside bomb in Afghanistan December 30th, 2009. Um, he was one of four Canadian soldiers who, who died along with journalist uh, Michelle Lang. Um, in the days that followed, um, uh, your family and the Miok family set up uh, a fund to raise money to uh, erect a memorial in, 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 in the honour um, of, of your sons and and it's up, and it's there. Tell me about that. And, it, and it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a good friend of the Miyup family, Bill Morris, and he, he approached us, and he said, because both of these boys were born and raised in Sherwood Park. That's right. I think George was... If, yes. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he said there should be a permanent memorial up for both of them. So he did all the legwork. He went to the county, um, talked to them, got them to plan it, uh, he, we had a big silent auction to raise money to have it, to pay for it. Uh, Strathcona County, I think they donated the land, um, and 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 he designed it. And, you know, it's, it's half of a maple leaf, mm-hmm. and it's got a picture on them, and it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Lots of comments about it. Is that where you spend Remembrance Day? No, we spend Remembrance Day at Millennium Place. Do you? Yes. Yes, yes. They have a beautiful, the Anavets do a beautiful ceremony mm-hmm. there, so we go there every year. Um, Robin, um, Armand, sorry, um, over the years you have talked about the Edmonton Garrison Military Family Resource Centre and how instrumental it was in the days and years to, to follow Zach's death. How so? Oh, they were just so supportive. We've gotten to know the staff like on a personal mm-hmm. level. My sisters and I, we do a lot of volunteering for them. And like my sister Carmen says, she says, you know what, it's good for us to give to those people who have given so much. You talk about getting to know people, and, and Robin, you had mentioned during the break that you have met uh, people over the past 10 years who um, that you're friends with to this day as a result of, of Zach's death. Yes, I mean, the people, you know, we went to Afghanistan, they're lifelong friends now. People from the Military Family Resource Centre, we, we, they're, they're like family to us now. So, I mean, we met you through, <laughs> through the MFRC and different yep. functions. And it's just amazing where this journey has led us and where it continues to lead us. What was the support? We talk, we've talked a lot about support with friends and, and family in, in the days and the years after. T- tell me about the support from Canadians, from other Canadians um, afterwards. Oh, boy. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's interesting because you know talking to different people um and they, they want to do anything to help they want they want to remember or get to know zach through our eyes and 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 what it means what it means to canada and i often said that uh, you know zach is our son but w- when they're in the military they're basically they're canada's son they're mm-hmm. canada's children they're all of ours so it's 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 a family 
Um, we're going to run out of time here, but before I wrap this up, I, I, my final question, Armand, would be, what do you want people to remember about your son and about the sacrifice of those who, who died in Afghanistan, those who were injured, those who served, about our veterans? Well, you know, we have Remembrance Day, you know, where we have the big, the big ceremony, but it's good to remember these people every, every single day. day. Robin? Never forget. I mean, they, they're such a pillar in our, in our world every day that the, in the background, and we just can never forget it. And not just our fallen, but our veterans mm-hmm. that have come back with, with um, you know, issues. You know, uh, we need to remember them and, and support them any way we can. I know that there's some people listening that uh, that knew Zach or that served with Zach, and uh, I think you're having an open house coming up. Yes, uh, December 30th um, at the Jefferson Armory. Uh, we've put together an open house. We, we've always done it at home. But this year being 10 years, we thought we needed to, and you know, include more people. So, yeah, we have an open house at uh, 4 o'clock till whenever at the <laughs> Jefferson Armory. <laughs> so I'm sure it's going to be, hopefully we get lots of people, lots of stories. You have a chance to go up and, and say something about Zach. Yeah. And so it's going to be a, a nice evening, nice remembering evening. And Robin Armand, I want to thank you both for joining me this afternoon. I know this isn't uh, an easy thing to do, but I also understand, and I think that, and you know as well, that talking about it, we, we talk about keeping memories alive and remembering it's important to do so. So it's been uh, it's been an honor to get to know you over the years, and uh, I'm proud to call you friends. Thank you so much. Thank you Thanks. for inviting Thanks. us. Thanks, Thanks Jane. Jane.